back and we back. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Sana Ah E. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. New season up, ready to go. And man, I'm, I'm grateful for my uh, break. Really, my vacation, I want to say. And I'm back, back with the episode, back with a new episode for y'all, impactful episode discussing mental health with college students. And I feel like this is a big thing. If you're a college student listening to this or you've been in college or you have somebody that's in college that's dealing with the same thing, this episode will pertain to them. And But if this is your first time listening to Sanai, with Sanai, my mission here is to educate and inform everybody about mental health, the good, the bad, the ugly about mental health, coping mechanisms, triggers, and downside the good side of mental health and really being aware of everything that happens with yourself mentally so this is like the one-stop shop for mental health and some things that i usually like to do when i kick off my episodes i like to kick off my episodes with quotes of the day and my first quote is if you think small your world will be small if you think big your world will be big thoughts thinking how's your world right now is your world small or big and we have to really check that out and see what do we truly want what do you really want in this world do you want a big road do you want to have financial freedom do you want to not be stressed out or worried about anything be living rent free bill free having that time freedom having the focus to spend time with your family what do you truly want Start thinking about it right now, this week, and as as well as visualizing what your future look like. What does your future look like within the next five to 10 years? And don't think small, think big. Think about everything that you truly want from your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health, your financial health, the type of people you're around, the environment that you're in, the house that you're living in, all that. Think big. You have unlimited possibilities to the life that you want and the future that you want. But you have to think outside the box. Don't be boxed in with your thoughts. Be boxed in with your visualizations. And really just asking yourself, what do I truly want? And where do I truly want to be five to 10 years from now? Start writing it down. Dream big. Think big. Don't think small. Don't think like, oh, you don't have the resources to get there. You don't have the money to get there. No, don't think like that. Because once you start thinking like that, you put yourself in that box. So start thinking big and dreaming big and really seeing what type of future do you want? What do you want to be? What dreaming do you have to do? And what do you have to do to get there? Because anything that you want is truly attainable and you have to believe that for yourself. You can't let your past determine your future or define your future. What happened in the past, the small thinking of the past, you have to let it go. That's who you were. And this is who you are now. The person that dreams big and thinks big and knows that you can have anything that you truly want. You just have to truly believe it and manifest it. But once again, that quote is, if you think small, your world will be small. If you think big, your world will be big. And my next quote is, everything gets better with time. Give yourself time. That's facts. We all know how time works. We want to speed up time. We want to rush time. But it's like, we have to know everything gets better with time. Taking everything day by day. Getting that 1% better wherever you want to be. Just down from ground zero and really just embracing every step along the way and embracing that time that you have, whether it's time with family, time with friends, time in careers, 
embrace that time. Everything is better with time. If you're not where you want to be at in life right now, embrace where you are. Because at the end of the day, where you are right now is going to help somebody out that's going to be in the same position that you're in a year or two from now. And you'll have that message or that testimony to help them out. Like, yo, I was in the same place, but these are the things that I did to get to where I'm at now. So everything gets better with time. Just give yourself time and embrace every stage that you're at, every step that you're at on your journey and enjoy the process because it won't last forever. But where you're at right now is teaching you and helping you elevate and grow to that next level. So embrace the process, embrace where you are and know that, yo, my current situation isn't my final destination. And you're gonna keep elevating into a new person. But once again, that quote is, Everything gets better with time. Give yourself time. And with this episode, we're going to talk about mental health among college age students. But first, I'm going to give you all a brief break and we're going to come back with the show. Thank you all for tuning in to Sana I.E. Has this ever happened to you? You've been traveling, traveling nonstop. You get to your final destination. You get hit with the worst news. We can't find your luggage. And now you're thinking to yourself, how did y'all lose my luggage? Y'all have one job and have one system to where everything should be processed and my luggage should not be lost. And I'm grateful that this hasn't happened to me simply because I use this one technique that really helps out when I go to traveling, when I'm traveling to different, different destinations. So I can always keep track of my luggage. I use Apple AirTag. And Apple AirTag is like, I want to say a locating device to where you can always track your luggage anywhere you are. You download the app. You put the Apple Apple AirTag in your luggage. And you'll always be able to find your luggage no matter where it's at. You don't have to encounter these problems to where you're like, I lost my luggage. I don't have no way of finding it. Well, now you do. And to use the Apple AirTag, we have the link in our show notes. You can click that link and really buy an Apple Apple AirTag for yourself. So anytime you travel, you don't have to have to worry about losing your luggage. All right, let's get back to the show. So mental health among college age students, and this plays a big role. I know that the debt relief was just passed uh, a few weeks ago. And I decided to look, how are, how is the mental health among college age students? Because I know with college students, they have a lot to deal with, whether it's doing, dealing with debt, dealing with exams, dealing with finals, dealing with the deadlines and things like that. So I know the mental stress is at all time high. And I really decided to dig in, do some research. Shout out to the Mental Health Coalition. They provided some tips within this episode. And some of the things that I found that mental health among college age students, a survey done in 2020, found that young adults aged 18 to 25 had the highest rates of mental illness among all adults, with more than 30% experiencing a mental health condition in the past year. And I bet you're wondering, why is that? A few reasons being that this could be their first time in college or not first time in college, but first time on their own in college where they're so used to being around family, friends, mom and dad living in, but they moved from California to Boise, Idaho, 
and living on their own for the first time, picking a major, dealing with the student loan debt, trying to meet deadlines, trying to figure out what major do I want to pursue, as well as learning the different types of environments that they're in, especially being on their own, having that discipline, having that structure. And it's all different when you're a first time college student out of the out of the state or out of the country. You deal with a lot of mental stress and you put that lot of mental stress on yourself and you're learning, okay, how do I deal with this or how do I just keep going? It's like we don't take the time to check on our mental health as we're doing or making big decisions like going to college for the first time out of state. We just go with the flow of life. We don't take that time to analyze ourselves. Like I said, this college, this national survey was done in 2020. And the highest rates of mental illness among all adults are age 18 through 25. Dealing with college, dealing with the different stresses that come along with college, dealing with the different mental triggers, dealing with different triggers, dealing with different people, different environments, different professors, and really learning how to be on their own and adjust over time. But some people don't have the time or don't have or don't know the know-how to adjust to the new circumstances, the new environments. They have old habits that they bring into the new environments. It's calling mental, causing mental stress and causing mental illness to where they don't know how to ask for help or where to go for help. And 75% of all lifetime mental health conditions begin at the age of 24. Eating disorders affect approximately 11% to 17% of female students and 4% of male students with an additional 20 to 67% experiencing disordered eating eating disorders and I know how that is with dealing with college being in college not at probably having not a, have not having enough meal funds for your meals or really changing your habits changing your eating habits and really knowing like when to eat what to eat and really prioritizing your eating especially when you're in college you're doing a lot of running around, you're doing a lot of projects, doing a lot of essays, doing a lot of exams, and really not trying to find the time to eat or your eating habits or are fucked up simply because you're like, all right, I'm gonna eat Thai ramen. <laughs> That's literally what I did in college. That's like, only thing I really ate was Thai ramen. I was like eating a lot of bad foods that really wasn't helping with my gut health. And that's a big thing too, because your gut health and your gut is like your second brain. So not eating properly and having that proper fuel to manage your day-to-day college life leads to eating disorders or different type of mental health conditions so it's really taking that examination of yourself and being aware and prioritizing your health over your education because we all want to strive to be great strive to be good strive to get good grades strive for all this that we end up trying to be so striving for greatness that we end up burning out or falling out so whether that's college, business, careers, or anything like that, it's really taking that assessment of yourself and knowing that I need either daily or weekly assessments to evaluate how I'm feeling mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, and really making sure I'm all in alignment instead of just going with the flow, going with the flow of life, going in the rat race, and not really taking that examination of myself and seeing how I'm really feeling. But I do have some tips to prepare the people that's dealing with school or even work that especially if you're out of state dealing with work or school there's some tips that i've found 
And number one is have a care plan. Having a care plan in place will allow you to prioritize your well-being and feel prepared to embark on a new and unfamiliar journey. Studying or working for far away from home, you should know and have a trusted emergency contact. For example, like your mom, your dad, your auntie, your uncle, your grandpa, your grandma, as well as getting familiar with the location of your nearest healthcare services, whether it's on campus or in your city. The best example to find those would be, we all know, Google. Google's like our best friend. You can find anything on Google. It's a number one search engine. Another thing you can do if you're taking meds, and then this is a part of your routine, get familiarized with the names of the, your meds, as well as the purpose and potential side effects and wherever you can feel it at. Become aware of what you're consuming as well as putting into your body. So if you're taking meds, learn the ins and outs of all the meds that you have. And I personally think everyone should have a care plan. Everybody's care plan, care plan will look different. So take the time out to map out what your care plan looks like and add in what works for you. Like I said, everybody's care plan will be different. So what's right for you, what works for you, probably won't work for somebody else. Everybody's body is different. Everybody's mentality is different. So if you don't have a care plan now, start working on a care plan for yourself. Number two, and this is like a major key and a huge time server. This is something I've been consistently working on myself is creating a weekly schedule, creating a weekly schedule. You know how your week, weeks go. You know how your Monday to Friday goes. You know the times of everything that you need to be doing within those time frames. So why not on the weekends, on Sundays, dedicate your time like at two to three hours, really scheduling out your week from what you have to do, what you have to get done, the least things you have to get done, your intentions for that week, your goals for that week, as well as your meals that you'll be eating that week too. Because like I said, your gut is your second brain. So you always want to feed your gut, feed yourself good, nutritious uh pure foods so creating a weekly schedule this is, i took some time out this past weekend and created a weekly schedule for myself and this is something that it really felt like i was lifting a load off my shoulders because i've learned that having structure is needed in our lives we've been structured throughout all throughout grade school all throughout college where we had periods lunches uh recess whatever you want to call it and we had those structures throughout the days. We had first period, second period, third period, lunch, and then vice versa. So it's like, why not continue that structure in your life now to where you're structuring out your days, where you're having your morning routine. After your morning routine, you get straight to business. After you're straight to business, you take a break and really setting up, setting those times out and prioritizing how you want your days to go or how you know your days will go. And that'll save you a lot of time. Whether we're on a familiar place or not, Having a routine creates structure and lower stress and can be a crutch in times of unpredictability. So one of the things you can do, either you can do it on the weekends or you're like, ah, I don't want to plan out my whole week on a weekend because my schedule constantly changes. Well, how about set out the night before, before you go to bed, say 10 to 20, 10 to 30 minutes before you go to bed, take some time to journal, take some time to meditate. And the last thing, take some time to create the schedule for your next day. Everything that you have planned for the next day, have it scheduled out from hour to hour or 30 minute segments, to 30 minute segments, and really putting that time out to where you're like, okay, as soon as I wake up, I know I'm going to pray, meditate, journal, set my intentions for the day, stretch, and then go work out. 
all that right there is like six different things that may take two to three hours to do in the morning but you already know between this time and this time i'm doing this between that time and that time i'm doing that you having that structure out in your life make sure to plan ahead and nourish yourself in a healthy manner planning out your meals too is a major key so you're not like oh i gotta go give me some fast food or i gotta go get this and you're like no I already meal planned and meal prepped for the week. I already got my meals. I already got my juices. I already got my smoothies. I already got my protein shakes. I got everything that I need for this week already done, written down, so I don't have to go out to the grocery store and just be mindlessly shopping or going out getting fast food simply because I wasn't prepared. It's like you have everything prepared and structured for yourself that you don't have to waste time or devote too much energy into eating the wrong things that's not giving you energy. Also, if you have a therapist, Set a weekly or bi-weekly appointment with them. We know life happens. We all deal with life differently, but having a therapist in your life helps you lift that weight off your shoulders, lift the load off your shoulders. It alleviates that mental stress that you have on yourself. So if you don't have a therapist or you have a therapist, shout out to you. But if you don't have a therapist or you're against therapy, just look into it. Therapy helps us out in tremendous ways that we didn't even know. They tap into that Pandora's box that we all have and they really help us alleviate a lot of childhood trauma that we probably have caged in that we never talked about that we just don't want to talk about or we just blacked out of our memory so having a therapist is major key when it comes to creating a weekly schedule as well as getting to know yourself on a deeper level and last tip within this create a weekly schedule is make a realistic to-do list for the next day we all know Rome wasn't built in a day. So make a to-do list that you know you're going to do, either a to-do list, a goal list, or something, or even have somebody that you text this to-do list or goal list to that can hold you accountable. I have an accountability partner, partner when it comes to my goals. I always text them with goals in the morning, and then at the end of the day, I'll check off if I complete the goals or if I didn't complete the goals. And being realistic with yourself will sometimes create goals, set goals, and not even look back towards them or just set them just to set them. No, it's like, you have to set your goals, look at your goals, and make sure you get those goals established and put out. Number three would be implement self-care. Yeah, I know I love self-care. Self-care Sundays are my favorite days, and self-care days are always needed. We always need to take care of ourselves. We can't keep running ourselves ragged or can't keep stretching ourselves thin or trying to be there for everybody else and not be there for ourselves it's all about building that relationship with yourself and loving yourself and liking yourself no matter what and really taking care of yourself on a daily basis with our chaotic lives it's hard to find self-care time but if we want to operate at our best we must schedule self-care time for us it is vital for our health and our mental health i love love emphasize love caps lock love my mental health days or my self-care days because it gives me time to recharge analyze reflect gives me clarity it gives me time to be myself and really get to know myself learn myself more and everybody needs those self-care days remember self-care is self-considerate and it's necessary and self-care is different to everybody we are different in our own ways but continuously doing self-care having that day one day out the week just for yourself even if you're like i can't do a whole day even have four to five hours out the day where you're taking care of yourself being with yourself meditating doing little things that 
give you that shows yourself that you care about yourself because our most relation our most important relationship in life is the one we have with ourselves you got to love yourself and live with yourself and learn yourself on a daily basis what you liked or done last week may be different from what you like and do this week you learn your habits you learn your strengths you learn your weaknesses and just really being there with yourself and for myself what my self-care days self-care sundays look like is meditating getting a real deep meditation with myself for like 20 to 30 minutes fasting i usually self-care sundays i fast do intermittent fasting have my body detoxify replenish and really break down the foods that i ate that weekend different things like that fasting is a part of my self-care sundays getting a massage getting a massage getting tuned in really helping out your body and with the massages we all know how massages go but that's a part of my self-care sundays even taking an epsom salt bath doing the epsom salt bath letting your body recharge it's all about recharging your body getting your body a new energy and really taking care of yourself seeing how you're feeling seeing if you had a rough week when it comes to the gym or anything of that nature you really sitting with your, sitting with yourself sitting with your pains your ache, and your aches and really assessing how your energy was that week so having them self-care days are very very vital and a one one big thing for a self-care day is no social media no social media no, or not even having a phone by you just doing that stuff that you do for yourself and some ideas you can utilize are give your eyes and mind a break and find some time to step away from screens too much screen time is detrimental to our brain health so we have to have screen free hours or screen free days another tip would be take a moment to recognize and celebrate any wins no matter how big or small it's like I was hearing this today, but be so focused on that big win, that getting that touchdown celebration and whatnot, instead of being focused on being grateful for the first down, being grateful for the little wins, the small stuff, getting them inches, getting those yards and doing the little things, being grateful for the little wins, the small wins build up to the championships, build up to the touchdowns, just doing the little things and celebrating the little wins that we have to elevate ourselves and cherish like, yo, I got a small win today. I'm grateful for that small win that I got. And the last tip within this implementing self-care will be schedule a self-care day or do something that'll give you newfound energy, such as trying something new, doing something creative or spending time with nature. What's something that's been on your mind that you've been wanting to do? It's like, I want to be do some photography or I just want to walk in nature and just be out there, listen to the birds, listen to the trees and just feeling that sunlight on my skin whatever it is that you want to do schedule time for it and implement that on your self-care days and number four the last one up on the list got a lot of tips with this one is practice daily mental health check-ins are you doing this are you practicing daily mental health check-ins and this is very vital and this will help you learn a lot about yourself and your mental health Paying attention to your own mental health allows you to catch any early signs of struggle and allow space for you to ask for help. Throughout the day, do mental health mental health check-ins by asking yourself. Number one, how do how do you feel? How do you feel in this moment? How do you feel right now? Number two, what emotions came up or have actually actively been coming up today? Number three, did you have trouble? 
concentrating. Number four, has it been hard to connect with others today? And number five, are you taking care of your physical needs? Are there any changes in your appetite? Are you judging yourself too harshly? Let those questions sink in, resonate. You may have to take notes with them. I'll read them again. Number one, how do you feel? Number two, what emotions came up or have actively been coming up today? Do you have, did you have trouble concentrating? Has it been hard to connect with others today? Are you taking care of your physical needs? Are there changes in your appetite? Are you judging yourself harshly? Asking yourself these questions throughout the day helps you become aware of your mental and emotional health. And be honest when answering these questions. Don't say, yeah, I feel good. Or take that real examination of how do you feel? How are you feeling? And asking yourself, maybe you have to write down the answers or really say how you're feeling and know how you're feeling and being honest and true to yourself like, yo, you've been feeling badly or you've been feeling shitty or you've been feeling sad or however it is. Be honest with yourself and seeing why you're feeling this way. Asking yourself these questions and having those daily mental health check-ins help you out in the long run. But man, I honestly hope this episode right here helped you out. And if it did, it brought value to it brought value to you and impacted you. It educated you in some way. It really gave you the insight on what you need to do to really take care of yourself. Implementing a self care plan, implementing the self care days, as well as doing the mental health check ins, or really creating a weekly schedule for yourself. All these are beneficial for your mental health, so you can really progress in life and become a whole new person. Because that's what we're all here for, right? Become new people over time and. As time passes, we want to help people that help us. So one of the ways we help people is checking in on our mental well-being, our emotional well-being, our physical well-being, and really spreading the knowledge that we receive from either podcasting or reading and helping out other people in our lives or other people that we come across on a daily basis. And if you feel like you know people that listen to podcasts, mental health episodes, or mental health podcasts overall, that's really intrigued by mental health. Share this episode with them and see what they think of it. And y'all can have the discussions with each other and seeing how you guys are doing mentally, physically, how you guys are. Do you guys have weekly schedules? Do you guys have self-care days? Is there, do you guys have therapists? And little questions like that, sharing this with somebody so you kind of both have that reflection and analyzation with each other and knowing like, yo, lately I haven't been checking on my mental health, but I'm glad you shared this episode with me. Or I'm glad we had this discussion so I can really be more aware of my mental health. So I appreciate y'all. Hope you have a great week. Hope this episode impacted you in some way. We'll be back again Friday with the tips and guides when it comes to mental health. But I appreciate y'all. And I'm going to leave y'all with this. Most impossible goals can be met simply by breaking them down into bite-sized chunks writing them down and believing them and going full speed ahead as if they were routine enjoy y'all week i'll be back again with sauna ah e